Hey guys, I'm Will. I'm Maddie. I'm safe. And this is the Does It Hold Up podcast. And today we got a special guest on our podcast. We've got Julia. Hey, Julia. Hello. Hey, Will. How's it going? It's going good. Good. Well, today we're having a lot of fun with this pod. In honor of the recent launch of Disney Plus, we all picked our favorite Disney Channel original. Most of us picked TV shows. I had to be difficult, and I picked a movie trilogy, so still series-oriented. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to dive into those. We're going to talk all about them. And then also, you guys get a special treat. We're going to talk to Julia after we do our normal Does It Hold Up about being a comedy writer, because Julia is one of the funniest and most talented comedy writers I've had the privilege of meeting. It's a it's a it's an audio medium, Julia. If you cover your mouth and go, "Oh shucks," no one no oh, one shucks. knows what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, first one we're gonna do. Well, we're gonna start off with Safe. Safe, introduce your topic. So we're gonna talk about Kim Possible today. Kim Possible. Call me, beat me. If you wanna reach me, if you wanna page me, it's okay. Does anybody else remember Christina Milian? No. She sung the she sung the uh, intro. She she did that. She was in a movie with Nick Cannon where she was pretty and he was supposed to be ugly, and then they gave him a haircut and he wasn't ugly anymore. Wow. So then she started to like him. That was the whole movie. That was the whole plot. It's a very basic plot. It was a very basic <laughs> plot. It was like the Princess Diaries, but <laughs> without any of the interesting stuff. Yeah. All right. Movies. So. State your case for why Kim Possible holds up. Look, as a kid growing up, I mean, I really love watching it. Kim, Braun, you got Wade, you got Rufus. Rufus, of course, you know, the mole rat, Nick mm-hmm. Morat. It's awesome. So I feel like um, any kid watching it would still find it somewhat relatable. I mean, it's action-packed somewhat, and, I mean, it's pretty interesting. You don't think the pagers would date it a bit? That the kids would be like, what is she holding? What does she mean, beep me? <laughs> I get call me, Whoa. but what does beep me relate to? <laughs> yeah, they could learn. You know, kids always learn something new. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maddie, what is your feelings about Kim Possible? Mine? Oh, my gosh. I really don't even remember, like, watching it a whole lot. I do, I mean, I do remember watching it, but I don't remember, like, any specific episodes. But I do, like... I really like it. sticks in your head. It, do, it sticks in my head, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I did watch that as a kid, but like, I kind of don't really remember like any of the mm-hmm. characters. I just remember Kim. That's it. <laughs> well, Wade was Hacker Man. Yeah. And then you got Ron. Yeah. Like, the idiot, but like he likes Kim. Mm-hmm. It's not a plot point that he likes Kim until later on, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Towards the they later just kind of surprise you with that. They're like, they're friends, but they're also... Like I like vaguely. I vaguely remember one of the episodes when like Ron, oh Kim realizes when that Ron likes her. I mean that's what one of the interesting things. That was in one of the movies, right? It might have been. Was so it like when they the like prom. go to prom or something? Yeah. I like yeah. that. Even Kim Possible's prom dress was like a crop top. Yeah. Like she refused <laughs> to not show her belly. Mm-hmm. Didn't she even? Weren't her like winter coats even crop top? Sure. It probably was. It was a really weird animation choice. Well, her dress had like the slit, like it's almost like a spy, I think. Wasn't that what it was? She had a super deep slit in that <laughs> yeah. dress, too. It was like super spyish. It was just cool. Like You don't think about dress. it as a kid, but as an adult, you're mm-hmm. like, n- she would have been told she couldn't wear that dress to prom. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Julia, what's your take on Kim Possible? Uh, I'm with Maddie. I'm not really, uh, I remember vague plot points. I don't remember too much of it. Were you guys, were you, I don't, I'm not positive about everybody's age here, were you guys, like, five when I was probably like, came out? Yeah, no, I was probably, like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, because it was out for a while. It was, like, uh, 2001, 2006, so I was probably, what, probably, like, five or five to seven. Elementary to middle? Some, no. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I remember it. But I don't remember it in any, like, it wasn't, like, a cornerstone for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, I remember liking it. I remember enjoying it. Shigo, that was a fun one. They had, like, the I, I, the monkey dude, the, like, man who had turned himself into, like, part monkey. Oh, he was, yeah. like, a martial artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, he was, like, pseudo-interesting. But, yeah, by and large, I 
I don't remember that show super thoroughly. Yeah. I don't, I, maybe, I don't know, like, as what I'm going to talk about later, like, with Sweet Life and Zach Cody, mm-hmm. like, they still Ooh, use, like, teaser. So, yeah, Tease, sorry, tease sorry. that out. I, I don't know, like, it just, like, it's, it, maybe it's just me, like, I, I've never really been, like, a big cartoon kind of, like, kid growing up, but mm-hmm. that was just me. But, like, the only thing that sticks with me from Kim Possible is that I literally just have the text tone of it. What's the sitch? <laughs> cultural reach was uh, further than its uh, story. Yeah, for sure. Mm. All right, fair enough. All right. So, obviously, we haven't. What rewatched it yet? Mm-hmm. So we can't decide for certain between us if it holds up. But safe, you're telling us this is your recommendation. We should all go and Rewatch watch it. Kim Possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it for, holds up. So sign Possible. up for Disney Plus mm-hmm. today, ASAP, are, are and we then being go. Supported financially. We are not sponsored, guys. Okay. We're yeah, trying we to get sponsored. We'll Stop blowing up the spot. <laughs> now I have to cut all of this because we look. We want the sponsorship. Okay. Yeah, do you want to make money safe? Yeah, I do. Yeah, say it louder. Say yeah, it. I do. <laughs> all right. So you think it holds up? Yep. And the other three of us don't seem to care. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm sorry, safe. We'll leave it re- to the viewers. We really wish we could have brought more energy to that for you. Yeah, it's okay. We'll leave it to the kids. You know what? You like it, and that's all that matters. It only takes one. I mean, I got to say, though, like, all of us did remember it. So, I mean, yeah, it's not as bad. I mean, we kind of put it down a little bit because it wasn't as memorable as the ones that we're going to say, but. Ooh. Ooh. Crush. Sorry. (laughs) In defense of you, safe. None. Well, actually, it's not true. Mine does have a sequel show now, Mm -hmm. but on, on Disney Plus, but. Theirs don't, so, like, take that, Yeah, you know? I, I mean, yours is a cartoon that was made into a live action mm-hmm. on Disney Channel, and now it's on Disney+. Plus. They made a movie. There's a TV show going. You know, no one cares about <laughs> those two ki- those two little scrubs. Yeah. I think one of them's on Riverdale now or something. I think I heard about that. That's a, that's a show, yep. that Riverdale. Yeah, Riverdale's interesting. <laughs> that's it's a, good, but interesting. I'll let you... You you oh. think it's good? That's okay. all. Your, that okay. is your prerogative. But okay. that's an out there show. It's like a like a cult in season three. <laughs> it's like a mobster who becomes the like the sheriff. It's yeah. it's a real who who the hell thought of it? But all right, so we're gonna move on. We're moving okay. on to the next one. Uh, Maddie. Yes. Tell us why, because you already spoiled it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Tell us why the sweet life of Zach and Cody holds up. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's, like, one specific reason that I think it holds up is, like, I see a lot of memes about sweet life and Zach and Cody. Like, I don't, I, that's just me. Maybe, like, I've just seen a lot of memes on, tin, like, not Tinder, oh, my God, Twitter about it. your boyfriend. That's kind of weird. No, I, that's not, no, no. I don't know why I get the two mixed up, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be. They're both just so synonymous with your life, just, just Tinder and Twitter. They both start with the T, guys. Okay, whatever. The president is on both of them. God. Oh, God. Oh, geez. Um, but, yeah, no, I saw, like, a recent, like, um, what is that, meme of, like, London and Maddie in, like, her apartment, and I was, like, thinking, I was, like, wait, London's, like, what, 15 years old, and she has her own apartment, like, <laughs> I don't know, but, like, that just stuck, kind of stuck with me. Um, also, you saw it, too. That, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, I was just thinking about that, like, as a kid, like, being eight years old, being, like, oh, my God, London's, like, rich, she has her own Corvette, whatever, she's yeah. living in a She's hotel room. And yeah, like, all by herself, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I thought that was kind of interesting. But um, also, they had, like, a spinoff series for, what, like, two, three years after. It's, like, they Sweet were on... Sweet Life on Deck? Yeah, Sweet yeah, Life on Deck, deck yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What, what do you guys think Sweet about Life it? on Deck was pretty interesting as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, like, a little more grown. And, I mean, change of pace. Although, the one, I mean, the, the hotel is a lot more better, Yeah. No, I definitely, like, when I was, like, younger, I was like, yeah, I don't know if, like, Sweet mm-hmm. Life on Deck is going to be good. Like, I feel like it's just going to be, like, a stupid spinoff, you know, but... Like, Esteban was the best. Esteban. Do you remember the one where like they did the um the haunted episode of some sort? Oh, where like guys. he was like summoning like a ghost on like around in the table and he's like doing like weird noises. 
Yeah, he was doing his, like, Spanish rituals yeah. or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> that like, sounds like you? it doesn't hold up. <laughs> that sounds it's kind of like weird. But that's, like, the weirdest moment that sticks doing out Doing his, me. like, Mexican rituals <laughs> and voodoo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, mi- the, the minority is doing the ritualistic <laughs> yeah. voodoo with the children. <laughs> that could be a problem. So, <laughs> Julia, what do you think of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Uh, I very much grew up with it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to, you know, set my VCR to record it on tape. Yes, me too. Yeah. yeah. I think because of memes also, it will definitely hold up. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. I think mostly it's going to hold up because the one kid is still acting. So mm-hmm. like, well, both of them still kind of are, but one's... There's one next Didn't one start thing. his brewing company or something? So, I don't know. He goes like, NYU. I forget which one it was. I think hmm. they both went to, like, some like NYU uh, for yeah. both film. I feel like you can get into wherever you want to go if you're already a big-time child star. Yeah, I feel like... It's, it's like when Natalie Portman says she went to Harvard. It's like, you had been nominated for an Oscar already. Of course you got yeah. into Harvard. Mm-hmm. Like, shut, like, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. You're not, like, you're not impressive. Pace you're not impressive. <laughs> You Felicity Huffman your way in. Felicity Huffman your way in. That's yeah. nice. Uh, or Lori Loughlin. I, oh, or Lori Loughlin. <laughs> Lori's still fighting it. Yeah. Felicity's like, yeah, third is like, yeah, a couple, couple days in jail. I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Lori Loughlin's like, nah, <laughs> let's see what happens. Yeah. I'm rich. I'm white. We'll see what happens. Pay my way out. <laughs> I'll, I'll do community service when this is all said and done. Yeah. For a felony. <laughs> uh, but so... I don't know. Is it weird that when I think of this show, I mostly remember the mom? I remember, like, kind of Kim being into the mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, I oh, wasn't into oh. the mom, but... I was pretty into <laughs> the mom. Like, 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 Brenda, like, like Brenda's song was cute. Mm-hmm. Never really got the whole Ashley Tisdale thing. Mm-hmm. Always thought she was kind of meh. Had, like a, like, a weirdly long face. You're missing out. I mean, I'll continue to. Maybe it's just, to. like, her characters, maybe. Because Maddie was kind of, like, stern. And then Sharpay in High School Musical was... Shit. I actually liked Sharpay. her way more in Sharpay in High School Musical than I liked her as Maddie. Because mm-hmm. um, Sharpay had a talent. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't always whining. Yeah. Like, she whined, but it was, like, a different kind of whining. It was, like, I'm being genuinely mistreated right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody's just mm-hmm. choosing to be okay with yeah. it. As long as it's me who's being mistreated and not someone else. But so, I don't know. I, I, I remember liking it. I was, I think I only caught, like, the beginning of it because I'm a bit older than you guys. So I started to kind of age out of it by that point. Mm-hmm. And it got a little harder for me to do the suspension of disbelief with the, like, with the uh, Asian character. What's her name again? Brenda London. Song. Oh, London. London Tipton, yeah. yeah. So it started to get kind of hard to, like, because... I was like fourteen and being like, you know, where like where the hell's her dad? Mm-hmm. Like, where's her? And they they don't, they don't even address they where her mom her, is. Is her mom dead? Do they have a show plot point? Yeah, he shows up. Oh, I definitely remember he's she's like really excited he's coming to visit. Oh no, she There's, was in the talent show and they only showed his like all the bottom half. Oh, yeah. yeah, the bottom half <laughs> and his like yeah. bodyguards all around him. Like I don't know. Oh yeah, I it never that. really yeah, showed yeah. his face. Like they were like all huddling around yeah, him. Yeah, as he yeah. Moved yeah. Out. That's the depth to the show though. Is that like. Her dad is never around, mm-hmm. so she has this perfect life, but... But do they ever address that she actually doesn't? Or is it just something that you're supposed to kind of pick up on as the as the viewer? Like, at, like as the viewer, do you just age into being like, oh, she must be sad? Mm-hmm. Or, does the mo- or does the show actually go, she is sad, and you can tell because of these different things that happen in the series that she is sad about this? They dropped hints that her relationship with their parents was not the same as a normal person. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so excited when her dad's coming home to visit. I like, the thing that sticks out to me, I like vaguely remember was when Mosley taught her how to drive uh, London. Prindle. Prindle. <laughs> I was just about to Prindle. say that too. Yeah. Prindle. No, it's Prindle, P-R-D-N-L. I don't remember that one. You don't remember? Oh, yeah. like, Teaching drive. Yeah. That's Prindle. That's what the meme was, like one of the memes were, is yeah. Prindle, like park. Reverse. Neutral. Neutral. Drive low. Yeah. Yeah. Prindle. Prindle. She was like, Prindle. Prindle. Oh, that's, that's, hmm. He's like, what's Prindle? (laughs) Oh, you mean park? Reverse? Neutral? Drive. And she got slow. What was it? He got so mad. She was like, am or (laughs) fmm? Not getting any of these references. Sorry. I'm an old, useless man, clearly. Ew, those are good moments, man. 
See, now I have to go back and watch. I should get my little brother. He'd be like, oh, so, well, no, actually, he was, more, he was more of a Cartoon Network kid. Mm-hmm. So uh, we don't care about him right now. HBO Max didn't come out yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one. We were talking earlier about Disney Plus needing to have, like, a children's and a everybody else section. Yeah. HBO mm-hmm. Max, hardcore, has to have, like, a children's section. Like, Sesame Street and Cartoon Network are over here. And over here, even your parents might not feel comfortable yeah. watching. <laughs> Like, very separated accounts. (laughs) Um, So, since you guys have a really thorough recollection of Zach and Cody, Mm -hmm. I will leave the decision on whether or not it holds up to you three. Yeah. Okay. As, like, I said before, with all the memes, Prindle, um, that are still relevant to today, I do think it holds up, but, Mm -hmm. like, I do see where you're coming from, Will. You were kind of at the end of that, you know, but safe. How about you? I'm going with it holds up. I enjoyed it, and I think it's relatable at any point. I mean, anyone can watch it just live. Yeah, especially because, like, I I can't remember which one, Dylan or Cole, Sprouse. Yeah, they all dibble. the same. same You know, same, whatever. whatever. One has black hair now, one has long hair, you know. Um, But, yeah, what about you, Julia? I think uh, because of the memes and because of just reminiscing in general, I think it will at least have, like, a surge of popularity. Mm -hmm. And then whether it holds on to that will be determined. Yeah. Hmm. Do you guys think on content alone, if you didn't already know about Zach and Cody, could you, I mean, like, as an adult, you're probably not just going to sit down and watch it. Yeah. But do you think that, like, if you had a kid or something, you could sit down and you guys could watch it together and they could enjoy it and you could enjoy it? And, like, I don't know, let's say five years from now in 2025, do you think that's something you could realistically do in both you and your kid, like, love it? Yes. Yeah, I feel like I can because, like, I, I'm kind of going off tangent here and going over to Nickelodeon but like iCarly for example I remember like watching that as a kid and Mm -hmm. my mom was like not about it like because obviously now we see all these like videos and everything of Mm -hmm. iCarly now and we didn't realize what they were saying oh there was some rough stuff there was some some weird weird stuff on iCarly but like from what I remember like I don't even think, like, Zach, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was ever, like, that no, bad. No, I think it's just, it, again, has to go with that Disney thing, mm-hmm. where it's, like, Disney's, like, more family-friendly, which is, mm-hmm. like, good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I feel like if I had a kid, whatever, and mm. they were watching it, it'd be relevant. My yeah, older brother, I remember he pointed out to me when I was, like, pardon me, maybe, like, 15 and watching iCarly. I was watching with my little brother, and Sam was getting a foot massage from a guy, and she was, like, calling him slave, and he's 12 years older than me, so he's, like, 27, and he's, like, mm-hmm. does she have a like, God, Does she have a sub-dom like, slave? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was, like, yeah. what? And she goes, "She's he's rubbing her feet, and he's calling her, and she's calling, she's, like, degrading him. Yeah. This is a dom sub-fetish. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Like, this is literally for, like, an adult man. This is what he was, this is, like, this, this is, like, a pedophile's dream come true. Yeah. And I was, like, I remember being 15 and being, like, oh, my God, no, yeah, that's... See, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I, I see how that looked to you. <laughs> not to me. How, no, not you specifically. But uh, it was pretty obvious that Sam is a lesbian. So, uh... Doesn't she have a boyfriend, like, Didn't multiple she, like, times? Freddie. Freddie. That doesn't mean Freddie. Doesn't she get a boyfriend in Sam and Cat also? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I think that's no, a making on your part, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't say... They can't say that. I feel like Nickelodeon would have been the one to say it. I feel like they would, too. They say it in Korra. They address she's no, a lesbian, they don't. don't they? She makes out with a woman, doesn't she? In the comics. Oh, uh, it doesn't happen on the, on, in the show? It does not. I only watched the first season. They stare it into will. each other's eyes, and then it fades to black. Oh. Huh. I only watched oh, the first season. After I, She just she wasn't Aang. I just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the same there wasn't the same level of urgency mm-hmm. anyway this is what I'm talking about Nickelodeon yeah we'll do a topical thing about them later yeah I'm sorry <laughs> they just joined Netflix that, we'll talk about just, them later yeah mm-hmm. I was just doing a comparison no you're fine you're okay good good work high five yes sweet <laughs> all right so and then so I think you guys all said how yeah, you felt about it all right good. excellent all right so now we're gonna do mine. And mine is the best. It's better than all of you. Here we go. Mine is High School Musical, the trilogy. Not the sequel show. Haven't seen it yet. It has Mm -hmm. a show on Netflix. 
I, not Netflix, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's correlated to the original trilogy, or if it is at all. It might not be. Mm-hmm. But I remember High School Musical was such a big deal for people my age. When we, like, when I was fourteen, literally after a football game on a Friday night, after we just did the most toxically masculine thing you can possibly do, hit other men for fun. <laughs> We went and saw a high school musical. <laughs> like wow. as a team, as a unit. That's we went beautiful. to the we went to the Lowe's in Webster, New York, because before AMC bought them out, and we went as a team of 30, four people, and sat and watched High School Musical 3 in theaters, and we loved it. We loved every moment of it. When Troy was, like, mm-hmm. singing to himself, mm-hmm. and, like, he's like, do I go to school in Albuquerque? Do I go to school near my girlfriend? Best friend to girlfriend? It's not, that's not those aren't the words of the song, but that's, that's the gist. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the room is rotating, and he's, like, climbing on the walls very carefully because you know, yeah. he doesn't want to fall. So uh, all of it. It was so good. Vanessa Hudgens, she's mm-hmm. great. She's she, Her voice, starling. We all know, we, we all remember from the first one, what is it? We're soaring, oh, flying. <laughs> There's not a star in heaven that we can't reach. I may or may not have been in high school musical at my high school. We did it, at, we did it in eighth grade. So it was actually middle school. Mm-hmm. We did high school musical. Mm-hmm. Didn't get Troy. That went to a different guy. Whatever. Didn't get Corbin Blue's character. Mm-hmm. That went to somebody else also. But I got Zeke. Guy who bakes. Z. So I got my crumble roulette. Mm-hmm. You, right? mean, you can bet that it's nothing but net when I am in the zone and on a roll. But there's something I'm stressing, <laughs> my own secret obsession, and it's making me lose control. So yeah, if you can't tell, I'm very in the high school musical. Mm-hmm. I have watched them recently. They were on Netflix. They're off Netflix now. Mm-hmm. They're on Disney Plus. All three are great. The second one is great in a different way. Mm-hmm. Is like it's like a it's like a it it, it it's a Perfect bridge movie, but it doesn't. It's definitely not as good as one or three. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely the third best one, but it's still really good on its own. Yeah, yeah. And they like it, the the show definitely functions best in like the movie functions best inside of a high school setting because the high school cattiness yeah. feels kind of weird when they're at work. Because, like, you would think there'd be a boss there who's like, yeah, can you guys cut the shit? <laughs> and, like, work. Zach Efron, go to work? Like, why are you, Why do I still employ you if you're never <laughs> showing up? Why haven't I fired you yet? <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but, no, I love those movies. I mean, I, like, vaguely remember, was it the third movie where him and I think it was Corbin Blue, were they playing basketball and they started singing? Um, that's, like, that's a like lot the, of Yeah, that's, that's a lot, like of, the a lot of the first one, too. So. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure which one I'm thinking of, but it's, like, Gotta what were they singing? Oh, like, got it. Get, that's that's the first one. In, yeah, that get one. your head in the game. I like one. remember that pretty well, though. I remember the dance choreography. Yeah. I did it in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, well. Gotta get your get your head in the game. You yeah, gotta get your get your get your head in the yeah. game. Yeah, where they where none of them actually did any basketball tricks because none of them knew how to play the game. Yeah. None of them had any basketball experience, so they're just holding the balls, mm-hmm. like shaking them around, traveling constantly, <laughs> double dribbles everywhere. I'm pretty sure at one point Zach Efron actually uses two hands to dribble the ball. <laughs> you know, he actually doesn't sing his own songs in the first one. Yeah, yeah. it was because of his voice change. Right? Was it? Wasn't it? He was pretty old by that point. Really? I heard different. I heard like the reason why they didn't use his actual singing voice is because he was going through puberty. He'd have been like. But like, he's I don't like know, in his thirties like, now. He would have been what? like seventeen no, when that movie he was came like, out. He's like, he, no, like he has to be in his like not thirties. No, he's not in his thirties. He was really? born in like he was born like nineteen and like eighty seven. No way. Yeah. Wow. Like him and Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, they're in their thirties now. Wow. Yeah, I want to say like eighty eight, eighty seven is when insane. they were born. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but no, like his voice was still like I don't know, like maybe maybe I don't really remember it that well, but yeah, they used some yeah. guy from some random no name boy band instead. Oh. But then they used him for the next two, which is like, if you, did you not? Yeah, you can tell the difference. Yeah. And the guy who, who like, did the singing was really handsome. So it was like, why didn't you just use that oh, yeah, guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Zach Efron wasn't famous yet. Why didn't you just use that guy? Mm-hmm. Remember when they tried to shove Camp Rock down our throats? They were like, oh, love it the God. same way you love High School Musical, and none of us did. I mean, there's some good songs off of that. Yeah. Like, the, the one by, what, Nick Jonas, I think it was? Uh 
I can't remember what it's called. It was really good, though. Mm. They really pushed it, though. Yeah, they, they did. did. Remember, it had, like, had, like, the three-day premiere where it was, like, it was on Disney Channel, and then it was, like, on ABC, and then, like, mm-hmm. one other Disney Channel, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really wanted you to be, like, yo, come on, Camp Rock, man, Jonas Brothers. It wasn't bad. I think it was okay. No, but it wasn't. I don't know. It was just. It wasn't just yeah, it as memorable. It's just not as memorable as High School Musical was. Yeah. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing compar- co- comparable to that. No, I don't think know? I ever put them in the same field in my head. Yeah, it's like almost like a, it's just like a Disney sequel. It's like mm. yeah. it's you know what I mean. Like they would think that like maybe the second High School Musical wouldn't be like that really good. You know what I mean? But yeah. like mm-hmm. it's Camp Rock. That's just for me. Not Camp good. Rock was just like its own single mm-hmm. thing it was not like it wasn't anything related it was to never me. really that big either i don't no. think like, yeah. it just well, didn't take off well high school musical 2 what like what you were saying mm-hmm. i saw something about it i believe it's still the biggest premiere for a disney channel original movie yeah. that they've ever had yeah it had it brought in something like 20 plus million views like on yeah. cable and they'll even like that like for a children's movie especially mm-hmm. that's like coming on at eight o'clock. Yeah. On a, I think it, I think they premiered their movies yeah. on Friday. It was it was I but, I literally remember the day to a mm-hmm. T. I we our night our next door neighbors like the whole neighborhood came over to my house slept over and it was just so memorable. We even had like a cake that had High School Musical on it. What? Like a it was kid. Yeah. Like wow. we were so into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Quick one for me, and this is a personal thing for me. Yeah. Okay. I feel that Sharpay gets a really bad rap for never actually doing anything wrong. Like, she tries to steal Gabriella's man, like, in the second one, but if he's available to be stolen, that's really on him. And she made no bones that she wanted him the whole time anyway. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the first one, everybody's like, oh, she's so mean to Gabriella. No, she's not. When Gabriella goes to sign up for the, for the musical, she's like, oh, cool. Like you should, she's like you should do that. We need more people to be in these shows. She's and like she refers to her as like, oh, you should like like we need more backup singers. But literally, the girl just told her she's never done a musical before. She doesn't sing publicly, and it's her first time doing anything like that. I obviously Sharpay's first thought isn't, oh, you're gonna be the fucking lead. The <laughs> you're gonna be the lead in this thing because. <laughs> Obviously, she's not going to be the lead in this thing. And, like, in her mind, so she's just like, hey, sign up. Then she does nothing else mean to her the rest of the time while literally Gabriella and Choi's friends try to ruin their relationship the whole first no, movie. No, she did do something. What she did she do? She ripped off posters. She ripped off posters and also messed up her science project. That wasn't her own mess up her science project. That wasn't her? No, that was her. No, that was their best friends. It was her best friends who sabotaged it because they wanted to make it so that way her and Troy would break up. Because actually their friends are terrible friends Mm -hmm. who wanted to ruin their happiness because it wasn't fitting into the social norms they wanted for them. I like vaguely remember it, but as far as I know, all I remember was that I didn't like Sharpay. That's just my Because the movie tells you you're not supposed to like yeah. Sharpay. Right. But there's not really... And then at the end, mm-hmm. when she loses to Gabriella and she gets the lead, what's the first thing Sharpay does? She goes, finds her in the gym, congratulates her, and then offers to help her prepare for the role. And then at the start of the second high school musical... Gabriella confirms that Sharpay did indeed help her learn her lines and learn how to like practice singing in preparation for that role. So even after losing to Gabriella, Sharpay went out of her way to help her. And then in the second movie, if stealing your man is getting him opera is like helping him go to college and getting him a better job, mm-hmm. then like <laughs> You just got your man stolen at that point. Like, those are really nice things. Like, it's not like she was like, oh, Gabriella's cheating on you, and then, like, set her up. She's like, I'm going to slowly coerce you into wanting to be with me with opportunities, (laughs) with making your life better. With money. (laughs) Yes, with money and happiness. And then the one thing Sharpay wanted all year was to perform in that talent show at the end of that at the end of that movie and what did her brother do her brother screwed her out of being able to perform in it so the one thing she wanted all summer (laughs) her brother took from her just to help all of her mean friends like gabriella when she breaks up with troy you're not hanging out with me enough you're like going to school (laughs) and learning and advancing (laughs) yourself so i hate you (laughs) 
I feel like now that you're saying this, I should rewatch it as an adult, which kind of pulls it into mm-hmm. like how we feel about it. Does it hold up? Mm-hmm. As an adult, I think I should rewatch it because mm-hmm. I think I'll see something new. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Sharpay is the most misunderstood character in the history of Disney Channel. We should make this a movement. <laughs> it, 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 it should be a movement. I think it might be free Sharpay. Yeah. Is it a movie? Leave Sharpay alone. Yes. Leave Brittany alone. She didn't do anything. <laughs> Leave Sharpay alone. <laughs> yeah. Also, Sharpay is the only one that got her own spinoff movie too. Sharpay's Big Adventure. Didn't mm. watch it, but I'm familiar. <laughs> but I do know it exists. Uh, I think it was like a straight to DVD movie. Or yeah. Something. Mm. Um, yeah, but so they had that. Oh, and then in the third one with Sharpay, mm-hmm. when Sharpay loses, like when Sharpay doesn't get in the jailer, her brother gets in, the weird, quiet girl, she gets in. I don't, I don't remember her name. She was kind of mm-hmm. cute, though. She was like, but so they both get in, and she doesn't get in. She has no real direction, honestly, for her life at this point. And she's like, I'm just going to stay around and, like, help with the music program and, like, help like with, like help the teachers with the musicals, and I'm going to figure it out from there. And she's, like, she celebrates, she congratulates them, celebrates them, like, parties with everybody. Sharpay does literally nothing actually evil in the whole series, <laughs> but literally all the other characters do legitimately horrible things to their friends and loved ones mm-hmm. throughout the course of the series, and Sharpay deserves better. Yeah. Yeah. Julia, how do you feel about all this? I feel the same. I agree with you. Perfect. High five. Nice. <laughs> All right. So go around. So we're going to go around the table. Does High School Musical hold up? Okay. I want to go first because I think I have an interesting point to bring up. So with you saying something about social norms and everything like that with, um, what is it, Corbin Blue and... I forgot what they're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the friends were trying to pull pull him away, bring him towards basketball. I think that's, like, kind of, like, like relevant to now. Like, there's so many people that, like, want to do different things, like, growing up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you're... It's, like... It's almost like... It was, like, a start of a movement, almost. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, oh, you don't have to be stuck in this. You know what I mean? Like, you can do... Like, you know, for me, it was, like, oh, yeah, I can play lacrosse and also, like be really into art in like high school like Mm -hmm. that was that was me like it's it's okay to be involved in more than just like an athletic field or a sports field or a music kind of thing you could do more than just one thing so I think that's like one thing that I take from it and I do think it holds up based on that like it was a start of a movement personally that's just my thought on it so I agree um so I think it holds up as well um for the same reasons you said Mm -hmm. I mean it's relatable and for people in high school, I mean, we still see the same issues. No matter what, no matter what time period it is, there's still a lot of similar issues. Yeah. So I would think it holds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it holds up. Why? Uh, uh, pretty much what they said. Uh, a lot of the uh, the social stuff that you know, people can do a bunch of things. Peer pressure. That are outside bullying. of their yeah. outside of their you know, yeah. what their friends think of them. You are more than what society perceives you to be. Yes. You are beautiful. <laughs> you are more than the box they try to put you in. You can be overweight and still pop and lock. Yeah. You can. That is, that's, a, that's a major part of it, isn't it? The dear old who dances. <laughs> yeah, and then someone says... I forgot all about her. <laughs> someone says, is that even legal? And that was a very uh, harsh comment. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Huh. That, the fat shaming... Does not hold up. Mm-hmm. Also, so you know how Corbin Blue and the other black girl, because that was a Monique. Yeah, because that was a time in Disney when you had to be the same race as your love interest mm-hmm. or racially ambiguous. Like they called her Gabriella Montez, but they didn't really want you to think about the fact that she was Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't really. They tried to make you forget almost immediately. But so, like you know, she she was like a legit. 10 years older than everybody else in that movie. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle? She, no, oh, um, Monique. Monique, yeah. Oh, really? Like, her and Corbin Blue are a couple when the, sh- when the episode, like, when the movie ends, mm-hmm. but they don't kiss, even though all the other couples in the show, like, in the movie kiss, even, like, uh, Sharpay and uh, Zeke kiss, and they're not even, they're just 
she just he 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 just likes her, mm-hmm. but they don't because she's like in her or she's like she's like in her mid twenties and Corbin Blue was like legit seventeen, so they so it's a rape. Kiss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not rape, but <laughs> it's definitely inappropriate. Just but it's not, not right quite anymore. rape. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's yeah. Little fun fact that mm-hmm. she was like born in like nineteen eighty, and the rest were born like she was she was like almost she was like thirty when the third movie came. Couldn't out. they just find someone who's the same age? You audition, you get it, and you go about your day, I guess. Yeah. I guess she said, yeah, I'm 17, and they're like, oh, you're 22. Well, we're far into this, so let's go with it. Okay. <laughs> the best thing we got. You're the only thing we got, so okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back after this. do 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 Let's get this slumber party going. This is not just a slumber party. Oh, this Delightful! This is Girls Night In! And nothing can stop it. Well, Blackfire might stop it. Anyone else up for a fight? Or just change it to Girls Night Out! This is gonna get intense. Don't miss a new Teen Titans Go! The Sixth Titan. All summer long, tonight at 6. Followed by the new show, Mau Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart, on your Cartoon Network. Hi guys, welcome back to the Does It Hold Up podcast, sponsored by Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. So we realized that we actually hadn't gotten a chance to go to Julia's Hannah Montana. So, Julia, tell us about Hannah Montana and why you love her so much. Well, I think Hannah Montana will hold up uh, in the Disney Plus realm uh, when it premiered was like 2007 and I was 10 at the time so I was just at the beginning of that everything is for babies phase so I initially did not get into Hannah Montana but as a college student somehow I got back into it and uh the acting I think is the writing is on par with all the other uh children's shows but the acting is unparalleled Okay. These, uh, what were they, teenagers at the time, but they're like, I think, because when you start that young, you just are, are a better actor because you grow up doing that. And I have not noticed acting that good in other other shows. Well, Depends on if it will get recognized or not, though. I don't know. I can say as a Disney Plus subscriber, Hannah Montana is like pretty much front and center when you log into... Mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, they want you to watch it. They spent a lot of money for that content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And if you're watching uh, Sweet Life or That's So Raven or Wizards mm-hmm. of Waverly Place, mm-hmm. you will probably at some point come upon That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana or <laughs> Wizards on Deck with Hannah Montana, and uh, <laughs> you will be introduced to the other the other shows. Mm-hmm. Nice. I didn't realize they had that much crossover. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I didn't realize mm-hmm. Disney had like a you know had like a Disney Channel universe they had built long before the MCU. Wasn't wow. there even one where they had like Wizards of Waverly Place, Hannah Montana, and like Good Luck Charlie all in one or something like that? Good Luck Charlie. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? Oh, Good Luck Charlie's towards the. <laughs> Wait, is that end. the one with the with the it's dog? With the, the no, baby. it's Dolby with the baby girl. and like wow. uh, what's her name, Bridget Medler. What do they leave her like videotapes? Yes, what? they leave her videotapes. Like the sister, the older sister, yeah. Bridget Medler, um, leaves the younger oh, sister videotapes. Like advice, videotape. I think, right? Yeah, advice yeah. based on her life. But anyways, hmm. back to Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. And all those crossovers. So I felt like the scene and the props, like the background, I just, I didn't like it. It just felt like too staged to me. Mm. I don't know about you guys. I always really enjoyed the concept. Because, uh, like, I don't, I'm not famous or anything, but I imagine being young and famous would be very stressful. Now, obviously, conceptually, someone would have figured it out. Especially during the movie, when she reveals herself to like an entire town of people, yeah. and they're just like, "No, we're all saints who have no desire to make millions of dollars by revealing this secret and ruining your life." <laughs> but like, I, I always liked the concept. Like, she just 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 a girl trying to hang out with her friends, just wants to live her life, but also like she sings real good, so she. By virtue of what of her talent, she's famous. 
but she just like to be a normal person. She wants to be able to go about her day, mm-hmm. and I res- I respect that a lot. I, f- I feel bad for the pro the person who like like Le- like LeBron James. Everything LeBron James does, you get to know about it. But LeBron James didn't choose to be famous. He chose to play basketball yeah. and be really good at basketball. And then the fame had to come with it. But, you know, people are like, oh, they get paid so much money to deal with the fame. Like the CEO of, tell me the CEO of Google right now. You can't. No one knows the CEO Shockish of Google's name. Pichai? Shut up, Safe. You ruined it. <laughs> Three of four I'm, didn't I'm know I'm the it. loser who just knows these weird things. <laughs> no, you're fine. Three of four of us didn't know it. But so, or like if you say Microsoft, most people still think Bill Gates runs it. Yeah. No. He hasn't run it since like 2005. But so, like, I, I, I empathize with her cause, or sympathize with her cause, and I liked it for that. It's it's very high concept. Um, and, it, I mean, look at any adventure series. The first one that comes to mind is Avatar. Uh, it's great when they're friends traveling the world sort of undercover. They encounter people. They don't know how powerful Aang is. They don't. And I've seen that with, you know, book series and stuff. And then once people know who he is, uh, it gets less interesting. They can keep going with the story, but it feels a little dead. And that's just what they uh, completely did with Hannah Montana. They just have, they're just going through the secret part of her life, and she has fame and power and this is her trying not to use it and trying to keep everything a secret. So they're doing the best part of an adventure mm-hmm. concept. Am I the only one who found out about Billy Ray Cyrus like after Hannah Montana? No. Yes. No. Uh, I didn't know about I had never heard of it. I figured it out yeah. like halfway through. Yeah. I grew up in the hood. I didn't hear Achy Breaky Heart until I was watching Hannah Montana on <laughs> Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I even grew up listening. Well, like Billy Ray Cyrus is like eighties, right? Well, he had that one song. He's like 80s, 90s or something, right? It's like he was just like he had that one song and then it was Mm -hmm. just like, eh. Well, I didn't even know he was like actually popular until like someone brought it up and I'm like, oh, he actually plays himself in the show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I think that the fact that they are actually father and daughter helps the chemistry Mm -hmm. because to a certain extent, they live that actual life. Obviously, she didn't actually have two pers- like two lives. Yeah. But there was an element of her that was like when she performed on like for concerts, she was Hannah Montana. And when she didn't have her blonde wig on, she was a little bit less recognizable. And in her personal life she was Miley Cyrus. Real name Destiny. <laughs> and you know, she it it, it like it, it, you could see like the the love and care, and I don't think it's because Billy Ray Cyrus is a great actor. I think because he was actually putting his hand around his daughter and going, "I love you," because <laughs> he actually loved the person he was looking at, mm-hmm. and I, I think it shined through and it, it like aided the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and oh, also, did you know at one when she lost Hannah Montana because they tried to keep the Hannah Montana thing going even after Miley started to act like. A normal nineteen-year-old, <laughs> like, like once she started to act like most nineteen-year-olds, they just aren't famous. Mm-hmm. She, like, they tried to keep the Hannah Montana thing going, and when it went away, between Walmart and Disney Channel, like the line going away and stuff, she lost like, like, she missed out on like forty million dollars. Like they were like Disney, so that's so Raven was the first Disney Channel show to get a fourth season, mm-hmm. and Hannah Montana was in line to be the first show to get a fifth when everything kind of, like, fell apart, like, from a mainstream perspective for her. Like, that side. Obviously, she's Miley Cyrus, and Wrecking yeah. Ball sold, I think, yeah. 8 million copies. So it's not like she, not Wrecking Ball, but Bangers, which yeah. is straight Bangers the whole way through. That's a great album. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> it is really good. <laughs> yeah. I will agree with you on that. <laughs> I, mean, that I can see where she's coming from with wanting to get away from Hannah Montana. Like, she's growing up. She doesn't want to be, like, this kitty like, singer. You know, she wants to... Uh, appease like a different crowd I guess I feel like she did a really good job of it to be honest with you though like I think she did I feel like she needed to do all that stuff that she did with bangers Mm -hmm. to stray away from being that Disney character because like yeah no I do think of her sometimes as being like oh yeah she was Hannah Montana when I was growing up but like Mm -hmm. now I look at Miley Cyrus and I was like 
She's just smiling. She's mm-hmm. just smiling now. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think she really needed that breakthrough mm-hmm. to get where she wants yeah. to, like, wanted to be, which is where she is now. And a, a lot of other Disney Channel stars didn't do that, like, mm-hmm. didn't successfully do it, at least. Yeah. Like, where's Raven Simone? She's playing Raven again. She's yeah. still playing Raven Baxter on Disney Channel. Yeah. Where's Hilary Duff? She's doing a reboot of, not a reboot, but a continuation of Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. On Disney Plus, Selena Gomez. I guess she makes music, but I don't listen to it. <laughs> like I don't like you know a lot. Ren Stevens, like Christina Christie Cross and Romano. She was Ren Stevens. She was Kim Possible's voice. She was. I think she does Belle on Broadway now. Like she was Belle in Beauty and the mm-hmm. Beast, something like that now. Yeah. But like none of those people were really able, and that's still a Disney property. Yeah. Most of those people were never able to shed being Disney characters. Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana is way in the back burner for who she is now. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Heck, even Adrian Balon, who has that, she's on that, like, <laughs> I call it hood view because it's a bunch of black ladies, and they basically do the view, mm-hmm. but it's called the real because, you know, mm-hmm. hood. So it's the real instead of the talk <laughs> or the view, yeah. <laughs> which are also shows that have the exact same concept mm-hmm. as the view. But so Adrian Baylon is on that, and she's still just a cheetah girl. Like, no matter what, she's, she's, she's still a cheetah girl. Miley Cyrus is Miley Cyrus, and that's very unique even amongst her contemporaries. Okay. Shia LaBeouf is probably the only other one to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. him too. Yeah. yeah. How, about, how about Demi Lovato? What do you think about her brand? Oh, I mean, she definitely heroin, did, too. Does heroin help? But, like, wow. it, to be honest <laughs> with you, yeah, as sad as it is, I think it's terrible to say this, but her being out of the spotlight for, I don't even know how long, yeah. like, I, I don't really follow her, mm-hmm. but, like, her being out of the spotlight because of her addiction and her depression and everything like that, mm-hmm. and then coming out with Skyscraper. Zendaya. Oh, she did, I, she's on, she's, like, on that incline now. Have you seen Euphoria? So good on HBO. Yes. Definitely a must watch. The even soundtrack on that whole, um, all the episodes and everything like that are amazing. It's definitely a must. But do you need to crash to escape your childhood t- TV show? I guess for or some fame? people. See, I would say no for Zendaya because she hasn't. Yeah. Basically, getting into Marvel changed that for her, yeah. which is actually still Disney. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah. it worked well. Um, Good transition. Yeah, but but it, but it's not it's not childish in the same way. Yeah. And then obviously Euphoria definitely isn't. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, so and people don't really associate her with her like Disney Channel yeah, characters like that anymore. Yeah, because Shake It Up wasn't like it was like big, but it wasn't like she had a sequel show. Uh, she had a different show too. Yeah, she played like a, she played like a spy. Or yeah, something. Some, something like that. But like even that wasn't big. Like because. Mm-hmm. I think she got caught in, like, that weird transition where, like, a lot of people were, like, you know, kids were growing out of, like... Kids were growing up on streaming services yeah, and not exactly. growing up on yeah, cable yeah, TV. Yeah, because I, like, I even look at, like, some of, like, the Disney channels that my little cousins watch now, and I was like, these have, like, zero plot to it. Like, they just don't seem, like, as interesting as, like, what we watched, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, I think Zendaya, Zendaya um, definitely, she was at that middle ground where it was like, eh... You know, Netflix. Yeah, she could get out of it pretty She got out of it easy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like a lot of people did think that she wasn't going to be, you know, successful with that. Mm -hmm. But she definitely has been... More successful than her um, co-star Bella Thorne. I <laughs> well, Bella, hey, Bella Thorne won a Pornhub award, so still though, like that's, yeah. that's she wrote not direct, she directed to be a proud of. I she guess. directed a porn that won best porn at the oh Pornhub awards. Yeah, it was like a Pornhub exclusive. Yeah, my wow. girlfriend is really into Bella Thorne, and she told me all about it. And I was like, good for Bella Thorne. Wow, <laughs> she's doing something that's great. <laughs> I guess <laughs> technically she's doing something. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't in it. She just yeah. directed it. But yeah, still affiliated uh, with yeah. it. Yeah. But anyways, back to Hannah Montana. Yeah. So, well, what's the consensus? Yeah. What I do you th- think? I'm sure it holds up, because I I think the concept and the themes will allow for it to hold up. Yeah. Like, she's a... The, the acting is good. For the most part, high school is still high school. So, you know, from what I can tell from my little brother recently graduating high school, like, high school is still high school. So, mm-hmm. I think that anybody of any age can pretty much jump in and relate to it and remember either when they were in high school or what high school is, like, currently for them and go, yep, this is perfectly adequate. Obviously, there's no social media in it because when it came out, like it wasn't a thing like Facebook and stuff. They probably hint at it, but it's probably not a major focus. But yeah, I would I would assume it that it holds up. 
I, I agree say, with you on that too. I mean, I would say it holds up, but I don't. I don't know to what extent. I mean, it's a good show. I just don't know how a new generation would take it. I think the biggest hindrance to it holding up is the suspension of disbelief for people who grew up with Miley Cyrus as Miley Cyrus. Yes. Mm-hmm. To then watch her as like a young girl, like like this young innocent kid, mm-hmm. but know that like underneath that isn't Miley Cyrus at all. Like that's yeah. not the actual person. She's mm-hmm. a bisexual woman who doesn't shave her armpits and sometimes yeah. dyes them funny colors and does the short haircut. She's been married, divorced, like there's so much that people will watch it and, and like, already have, like, preconceived of her. Mm-hmm. That I think it might be hard for, in, like, in hindsight, I think about it now, that, like, for young people to actually watch it and go, like, in, and really get it. Yeah. It's kind of like watching Whitney Houston as, like, and, like, the preacher's wife as, like, this good, innocent, like, preacher's wife. <laughs> and being, but, like, you also know that, like, she died of a drug overdose, like, 20 years later. And was like on drugs when she did the character. She just, mm. did, it just didn't. It just hadn't taken a physical toll yet. Yeah. So wow. like you know, that's with sort of the stuff. with the superhero thing being a big thing right now, and the fact that it's sort of on a decline. Uh, you know, being inside someone's life who's secretly this big thing. You know, like you see the superheroes in their personal life. They're, you're in on the secret, and then you see them behind the mask, saving lives. It's similar where you're on the inside with Hannah Montana. You know that, like, other people don't know who she is. You are in on the secret. Mm -hmm. You're behind the scenes as Mm -hmm. a viewer. Um, I think if they can capture that again in a new television show of any kind, uh, because I think it'll latch on to the superhero and the decline, sort of. It'll -hmm. it'll pick it up, and I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. All right, awesome. We're going to take... One more break, and then we're going to be back, and we're going to talk to Julia about being a comedy writer. Lobster plate. You used to do anything for your love life. What's stopping you now? Don't let erection problems get in the way. See your GP for real help or visit thingswedoforlove.com.au. Hey guys, welcome back to the Does It Hold Up podcast sponsored by Dong Wipes. Dong Wipes. Wipe your dong, last longer. Now, Julia, so we were talking about, we, we brought you on because you're, you're just a very talented comedy writer. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the first time, we, we, we had a class together last, not last, but two semesters ago now, uh, where you wrote a story, not a story, you wrote like a, like a script about Barack Obama having a secret love affair with The Rock, and then Joe Biden, he meets Joe Biden, and then that kind of ruins his relationship with The Rock and between Barack and The Rock and Barack. And, <laughs> and so, first off, I know we asked you about this in class that day, but what the hell made you think of that? <laughs> Uh, first of all, I would like to thank you for the standing ovation you gave me after that. Um, I still think about that, and it inspires me. <laughs> uh, also, I had an hour and a half before it was due, so that I'm not sure where it came from besides desperation. Procrastination. <laughs> I think I was trying to put together something. I was listening to a lot of like Dateline things, even though I didn't want to. I wanted it to be something like that. Mm. Uh but ultimately, I'm not sure how it got to that. Because oh, you even cut interviews that they had done <laughs> about totally unrelated stuff and made it seem like they were talking about one another. It was it was really, really funny. But so in general, then, how do most of your uh, stories come? How do you think up of most of your stories then? It's all little moments, like, throughout life. So, like have a notes app on your phone and when the slightest thing comes write it down because I always forget it in the next two minutes Uh, for example I was at the dinner table at my grandparents house and I saw my cousin sip from a water bottle and when she put it down it looked more full than when she went to drink from it I thought how funny would it be if she spit water back into the water bottle 
and uh, and then I made <laughs> made a video about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was another one I remember from class that was really good. It was a girl who's being haunted by pumpkins. Yes. So oh my gosh. She so like there's it's like like this, but it's black and white except for the pumpkin. The pumpkin is orange. And it just keeps appearing places, and she's and then it's not even just one pumpkin; it's lots of pumpkins. She's surrounded by the pumpkins, and then I think she just she like starts beating the shit out of all the pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> she faces off against one giant pumpkin that killed her dad. I mean, wouldn't wow. you be freaked out if like a bunch of pumpkins were like following you? I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd be freaked out if like anything scary. was just following <laughs> me, person, baby. Like, I don't know. <laughs> especially a baby. Actually. Yeah, that's really creepy. <laughs> Uh, okay. I needed, within the five-minute timeline uh, and the restrictions that the teacher gave us was that it had to be a cinepoem, so, like, uh, poetic cinematography. Uh, (laughs) I thought, how can I fit a beginning, middle, and end into five minutes? So you see her uh, dealing with the fact that it's Halloween. She doesn't, she's already stressed. Uh, You see her falling into flashbacks of horror and her father being crushed by a pumpkin as a small child. And then you see her fighting her fears and taking out the pumpkin. Nice. That's all good stuff. So you've written for school. What's some stuff you've done outside of class? Like, what's, like, some conferences you've been to, awards, things like that? Well, you've also been to Pitch New York. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. Yeah, personal plug. I also went to Pitch New York. Thank you for shouting me out there. (laughs) But so, so when you were there, what story did you pitch to the industry executives uh i wrote a screenplay and i've revised it a bunch of times um and i think it's as good as i'm gonna get it right now and i pitched that to them and they they really liked the idea but you know they're not allowed to do anything yeah and you've also done have you done stuff with second city i took a class with second city and the upright citizens brigade right 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 nice nice and what are some names attached to that who also took classes at those really prestigious organizations. Who didn't? Who didn't? Lauren Michaels, Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert, Amy Poehler, um, basically everyone you can think of. Nice, nice. Wow. Some big names. Yeah. yeah. She's a big she's, she's a big deal. Wow. Yeah. We got a future star on our hands here. Wow. So what is, so what are you, so you know, you're doing your thing, you're writing, you're making your own content. What do you see as your next step uh, like, like, what's what's next for you and your growth as a creator? Uh, well, when I graduate, I'm hopefully going to New York City, and that's... Going that's to New it. York City to... To, uh, to work with the Upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. We got to watch. She'll be writing for SNL in a year or so, wow. and we'll be hoping that she remembers <laughs> us little people back in Buffalo. I have a question for you, actually. So back to one of our other podcasts that we did previously, Will talked about how um, Dark Knight was his inspiration to um, pursue in film. What was your inspiration to do? um, You do, what, comic writing, right? Yeah. What's your inspiration to do that? Um, I'm not sure what, like, originally turned me onto comedy, but uh, the movie Top Secret, 1984, uh, definitely awoke something in me of like, oh, you can do that weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And also the television show Psych uh, is a huge influence. Mm-hmm. You are you have a special connection to Psych, right? Yeah. Go on, say it. What, uh, what, you, what's, what do you think it is? I'm thinking you run a you, you run a group. You run the most popular of this group for Psych fans. Yeah, Twitter and an Instagram for Psych. Yeah. How many followers um, on each? A couple thousand. I've, wow. I've been sent content by Psych, the show itself, to promote. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, boost yourself. We're wow. giving you time to boost yourself. Boost yourself, lady. Psych countdown. <laughs> <laughs> when, don't they have another movie coming out? Another, yep. Yeah. What's it? Psych the, Psych the movie 2, Lassie Come Home. <laughs> Where is Lassiter? We don't know. <laughs> oh, it's not like a continuation from the first one where, like, Lasseter disappeared or something? Nope. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. I like him. He was in a really good episode of uh, Lucifer where he played God. Well, a guy who thought he was God. 
but like had the powers of God because he had like a belt buckle that God had sent to her. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, awesome. Thank you for joining us, Julia. Yeah. Can I uh, give a piece of advice real quick? Yeah, go for it. Um, the best uh, thing that I live by to come up with content is, uh, you know, people say think inside the box. People say think outside of the box, but that's, you know, very vague. I say uh, think about the box. That's all. Mm. It's profound as hell. <laughs> wow. Food for thought. It was stupid profound. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go sit at home and think about that for a while. Oh, my heart. It's a lot. <laughs> it was Heavy. a lot. Oh, all right. Thank you for joining us, Julia. Thank you. And thank, thank you. you guys at home for listening. We're happy to be back with you. We're coming at you basically every other week, every, every other Monday. Thank you. Keep listening. Click subscribe. And don't forget, Dong Wipes, Cartoon Network, and Nickelodeon. Those are our sponsors. <laughs> That's our sponsorship crew. Good night. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.